Five Volume One, an 11 track collection of music, perfect for your next dinner party, study session, or the next time you're reading your favorite book. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And we would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Married and Debt Free podcast. We're glad you joined us. Uh, Shira, how is your day today? Uh, how was your, your day all day? Let's talk about that. It's been good, it's you been know. Good. Just. Yeah. Hanging out, uh, ran some errands, got to spend some time um, with some friends, which That's was good. nice. That's good. How about yourself? You know, Shire's been good to see. I took uh, we took took my daughter to, to gym, our daughter to uh, gym. So that was fun. That's always fun uh, to see her progress. You know, in 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 gym. You know, she's very passionate about it. So, you know, we're trying to really nurture that in her. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoot, what else did we do? Should I kind of ran some errands, you know, went to the mall and, and, and picked up a few things. So Okay. Let's talk about but that. But one of the highlights of the day is, you know, we actually have a Chick-fil-A nearby us. And it closed down for like three months. And we would go there regularly. So yeah. the Chick-fil-A by our house just reopened. <laughs> Thank it's, God. It's like Christmas, right? <laughs> so Shire, I'm asleep. Shire wakes up with Chick-fil-A uh, breakfast, you know. So yeah. it was just like... It was just like a, such a blessing to be woken up with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're excited about that. Um, but aside from that, man, Shire, I mean, we're going to get into some other stuff here that it really isn't that great of news. Or is it? I don't know. I don't know. But we're going to talk about it in real time, man, because uh, you all follow us and you, you kind of know our story. Uh, you know what we're doing as far as uh, how we're building wealth. We're using uh, a two-part strategy real estate investing and stock market investing you know we want to we want to come off the jobs uh, sooner rather than later and so um we were in the hunt for a home right shire yes uh but good old well, you have to say what kind of home an investment property yes yes we were in the hunt for investment property number six um Let's kind of talk about that, Shire, first. Yes, because I think the last time we talked about it, it was we kept getting outbid. Yes. And so that happened a few times. Mm-hmm. And so that was a little discouraging because... It's kind of a first for us, too, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, short ter- our short uh, stint as investors. That was the first time. Right. And we know that houses have been selling above yes. you know, the, the price that they've been advertised for, but... 
as an investor investing where we were investing, I think this was probably our first time, like yes. being outbid multiple times. Right, right. And so, Shire, let's talk about when we're analyzing a deal, right? Okay. And we're looking at a property that we may want to put a bid on. Um, some of the things we look for, right? We want to make sure we're at or above the 1% rule. The 1% rule is if you're paying $50,000 for a house, you want to at least uh, be able to command $500 rent, right? So we kind of use that metrics, and then we're looking, uh, some things we're looking at the neighborhood. Shire, can, can you kind of go into what we're looking at? Yeah, we're looking at the neighborhood. Um, Google has a nice tool yes. that will allow you to you know, cruise the area and it's not in real time, but usually it's pretty recent. You know, if you're lucky, you'll be able to see what the neighborhood look like within the year that, right. that you're currently in. Um, just like to look at the surrounding homes, how those homes are looking, yeah. make sure that, you know, there's not abandoned homes or vacant homes. Get a um, feel for the street. Maybe sometimes even go up the street, you know, around right. the corner and see, what, right. see what's around there. Right. So. And honestly, um, I don't like to see a lot of people hanging outside because, you know, you know how like Google, like, it captures everything. <laughs> right. You know, like if there's a block party on that day, you know, then you'll see that. So, you know, I'm all, I'm all also looking at, you know, um, who's outside, mm -hmm. um, how many cars are on the street, right. where are the cars parked, are the cars parked in designated uh, parking spaces yeah. or is the car parked? in the front lawn, yeah. you know, and no shade to anyone who parks your car yeah. in the front lawn. I think that's probably a particularly safe place to park your car. Yeah. Um, that's not where I park my car, but you know. Um, Pretty much are we getting trap house vibes. No shade right? if you do. <laughs> right. We um, want to make sure we're not in a, uh, we, we like to go for C and above neighborhoods, right? At least C grade neighborhoods. No, nothing too, too much lower than that. So, yeah. you know. So, anywho, we have our criteria. We have our criteria. Okay, so where are we going with this? Where are we going with this, Shire? So, we used our criteria on all the homes, and then we put in our offer, right? Mm -hmm. And our agent, uh, shout out to Tisha, uh, very uh, accessible, you know. So, I'll just send her a text message saying, hey, is this house still available? She'll respond, yes, or mm -hmm. she'll respond, let me double check that for you. And then I reply with the uh, offer that me and Shire have agreed upon. Uh, yes. Uh, so in the past, we've agreed upon close to, you know, if it's if it's reasonably priced, we'll put in a full price offer, maybe, a, you know, a little bit less. And then we'll ask for the seller to pay closing. Mm -hmm. Well, in a seller's market, you know, some of those little things don't really fly. So with these uh, properties, you know, we were going to pay the closing costs. We were pretty much for putting the which property the ones, about? the ones we were outbid on I'm kind of lumping those up together. Okay. So, like we said, we were outbid, right? Yes. Uh, so then, now we were at outbid for three. So, desperation kind of starts to set in. Maybe, maybe subliminally, Shire. Do, do yes. you think that it kind of did for us? Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. And I'm yes. But, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I I'm going there because... We put in a fourth offer, and we're going to tell you how that went. But yes. what were you about to say, Shia? You like you going to say something? Well, I just want you to con okay. go ahead and continue. Well, so, you know, we, you want to stick to your criteria. You don't want to get desperate because you've been uh, outbid on a couple. You want to keep your fo same focus. And so on the fourth property that we put an offer on, your boy didn't do all his checks. 
<laughs> right. So we're going to tell you what, what happened. But pretty much I just saw the home. It looked good on the outside. The numbers, uh, as far as how much they were asking, fit into our budget. Mm-hmm. So I shot a text to our agent and said, hey, you know, after talking with Shire. I'm about to say, did you text me before you text me? I'm like, okay. No, no, I text you first. I, I mean, I would not be surprised if you if you did do that, honestly. But you know what I did do, Shire? I What'd hit you. you I said, Shire, we should put an offer on this one, which I don't really do. Mm-hmm. Usually it's, Shire, what, you, what do you think about this? And we kind of go back and forth, but I could feel now looking back, obviously, I feel like I was a, I was a bit, you know, I wanted this one. I, I was, I was getting a little antsy. Right. And you know, because of that, I was just like, yes, let's do it <laughs> because, um, because we had been outbid and, um, in some of the previous instances where we were outbid, the seller would say, you know, we're going to wait, yes. you know, a few days to see if we get a few more offers. But not every seller will do that. You know, some seller will will receive your offer and accept it. Yeah. You know, and so I think on my end, I was feeling like we're probably in a time crunch. Like right. this house just came on the market. Yes. It's available. You're, I hadn't seen it before you text me about it. Yeah. And it was a yes for you. So I just went with it. You're right. And so right there. Right there, uh, that there, there, there's your your uh, warning sign. You know, is is that we? I was rushing, I was rushing, and so we put the offer in. But, but before we did that, there was um, we like to look at the pictures on Zillow and Realtor.com. There was and, a video too for this particular house. Which yes, is really nice. So we were able to say, hey, we can't, we couldn't see a picture of like a bathroom or something. Mm-hmm. And so we said, hey, what, what's going on with the with the bathroom? And then our agent responded with a nice video a very well put together video long story longer the home looked great on the video right Shire it it fit it looked like a home we already own actually yeah (laughs) pretty similar floor plan yeah um the video from the video I didn't have any red flags yeah so we were good to go uh, we put an offer in. I think the the home was asking for sixty five. We put up an offer of sixty eight thousand, mm. right? Because we look had, at me, mm. right? We already knew we were getting outbid, so we didn't want that to happen but again. But see, that's also another sign of desperation. Yes, honestly. Yes. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. So at this point, we're not following our own rules, right? So th- this whole podcast is about staying composed, pivoting if necessary. We're gonna we're going somewhere, so roll roll with us. Yes. So. We put the offer in. It's accepted. Yes. We're excited. We're excited. Right? Yes. One key thing that I didn't do before, we, before we move forward, Shire, I never looked at what, what we can get for rent. Oh, see, now he tells Until me. Until the offer was accepted. I uh-huh. said, oh, I, I guess I better see how much rent we can get. <laughs> yes. So I went, I used my, my, my tools, uh, a good uh, shameless plug, a good tool. Rentometer.com is a really good site where you can plug in. And this is not a sponsor. It's not a sponsor. Okay. You know what I mean? They're not a sponsor of ours. It's just something I like to use. Kind of gives you a good framework for what you can get rent-wise. And mm-hmm. so I plugged that in. I looked at those numbers. I said, ooh. So I usually like it a little higher than that. Mm-hmm. Now, we did. it did technically hit the 1% rule, but it was right at the 1% rule. Okay. So I'm thinking, okay, of all the homes that we've got, this one has the making to not give us wide of a spread Mm -hmm. uh, cash flow wise as the others so I'm going in there knowing that and so what happens next Shire I'm trying to remember the story Um, 
Okay, how I, as I remember yeah, so it. Just tell it from your point of view. Okay, so the offer was accepted. Immediately, you start, you know, doing the things that you generally do. Mm -hmm. So that is calling our home inspector. Yes. You know, we found someone who's been really great. So mm -hmm. called called this gentleman right away. Um, uh, get and then, the earnest money turned in. Yeah, get that due diligence yep. check. What is it? Is it yeah, at? due diligence. Uh, earnest money to start the due diligence period so we can do an inspection on yeah, so you know we're getting cashiers' checks, and you know ju we're ju we're doing the things that we know that we, that we need it's to like do. Like second nature at this point, right? <laughs> and then we circle back to the bank, said, "Hey, we put an offer on a home," and then what the bank say? What the bank do? So we send the bank the offer letter. They want to see the the contract, right? The purchase contract. Mm -hmm. Send them that. They plug it into their system, and then they start their process. Uh, so, to my understanding, we were good to go. He looked right. at it. Because exactly. we we're already pre-approved. We're pre-approved. We had already known uh, our interest rate, yep. and everything looked looked you know a-okay for us to proceed. Yeah. So then. So let's pause there, Shire, because okay. interest rate wise, okay, we have a one credit. I'm just I'm not trying to brag, but we we do we we built our credit to a place to where we we are good uh, uh, credit worthy uh, lindies, I guess. So. We were going to get the best interest rate possible for, you know, what was out there. Okay, so just to give you guys an idea of how, and this is when the Fed had turned the knob 0.5 on the interest rate once. They hadn't done the second one, which they just did last week, but they had turned it once. So interest rate was already higher than it than it was on our previous uh, previous purchase. Right, with good credit. With good credit. Yeah. So this interest rate was 5.75, which is really high, high for us because the the homes that we bought in 2021 were all in the threes, yeah. every last one of them. And so we was like, okay, keep in mind the the smallest percent, smallest point or percentage point change in your interest rate really changes what you pay per month, and what you pay per month affects your cash flow. So. All right, the number still worked out. We were still going to be cash flowing. It wasn't going to be that large of a spread, but okay. Lock that rate in with the lender. Locked it in. Did you lock it in? It was locked in. He said, are you sure? He asked me. Okay. Because what they do is whenever they are uh, speaking with you and saying, you know, asking, do you want to lock in the rate? It's based on whatever the, the market is for that day. Yes. So it's heavily based on the stock market. So it can, it can fluctuate somewhat based on if it's a good day in the market or a bad day in the market. So they ask you the day of, do you want to lock it in today, Mr. Murray? You could say, yeah, or you could say, let me try it, maybe wait tomorrow. But if you do that, what if the market is is worse, right? right. So fast forward to now there's a home that we're looking at and you take that information to the bank. So, mm -hmm. so then what happens? So take the information to the bank. He kind of just goes through it with me. Okay, so you're purchasing it for this amount. Here's the address. All right, he's plugging it all into his side of the system. And then that's when he asked me to lock in the rate. I say yes. We locked in at 5.75. Mm -hmm. He says, uh, you know, Mr. Murray, so this loan is is small, you know, because we're talking about a, a, a conventional loan on a $68,000 home, mm -hmm. right? So that means we're coming out of pocket, not counting closing costs. We're coming out of pocket 20%. My math's not good, Shire. 
20% of 68,000 is, I don't know, let's just say. I don't know. 12, 14,000, something like that. Let me look. Yeah, we're going to do the numbers. Watch how I get that. So we're kind of getting uh, those numbers together. 13,6. I should have known that. $13,600 is what we, we would is the 20% down payment. So now the you minus that from the from the 68,000 and what's remaining is what your loan is. Right. So we're talking about shoot some you know 40 something thousand dollar loan. So he says, "Mr. Murray, I need to go double check on this for you because this is kind of it's a smaller loan than than a home loan than we're used to, so I just need to double check." So I'm just like, "Oh, cool." Go ahead, do, do what you got to do. do. Go do your paperwork <laughs> because we've done this before. We purchased a home for less than this, right? Yeah. So I'm like, we good. So we keep, we, we getting our inspector, Shire. We doing everything like you said. Mm-hmm. The gentleman calls back the next day. He doesn't sound very good. Mm. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? So at this point. But what's going on? We're in a whole new world, Shire. Give me a, leave me on a cliffhanger. <laughs> we leave, yeah, this is how we do. But at this point, we're in a whole new world, right? Uh-huh. The interest rates have changed. Things in the market have changed. So he comes back and he says, Mr. Murray, we're no longer able to give you a conventional uh, home loan on a on this amount. We had to restructure your loan. I'm like, restructure my loan? What does that mean? Well... Instead of putting 20% down, we're going to need you to put 25% down. That's the first red flag, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know if that was the first red flag, but at this point, they, they're adding up. <laughs> the flag is adding up, right? So instead of the... So now we're, we're talking 17K, and we haven't even gotten the closing cost yet. Yeah. Now, Shai, I need you to tell the listeners... Let's pause, put a pin in this here. So well, what about your interest rate? Did you already say that? We going there. We going there. Oh Lord! You jumped in the gun. Okay. But Shire, let's pause there and let's let's tell the listeners where where we were in uh, were we supposed to be buying this house right now? Is this something we no. should be doing I at mean, this point? Look, I'm like, no. We're pushing it already. We're pushing it already because you know um, we want to build up you know our profit from our other homes yes. and. We want to start to take less out of our own pockets, yes. you know, because when you're first getting started, like you're putting in your own money and we really want to, yeah, hustle money. money. Yeah. And we really want to get to the point to where it becomes self-sustaining. Mm-hmm. And so we bought three homes last year. And so really we wanted to spend 2022, like recouping, recouping, you know, building, funds building, and, you know, yeah. and so so we're kind of, you know, we're, we're kind of being a little ambitious. There we go. You know, uh, <laughs> we're not really following our timeline. Yes. Um, but I, I don't fault us for that. Right. You know, okay. Okay. So, so with that said, with him saying you, we need to pony up 25% now, Yes. that's over budget. Like, we don't have that to just drop, right? And so, well, we don't want to dig into the places where we would have to dig in order to get that money. Yeah. So with that said, uh, he also says, and here's the kicker, your interest rate also has to change, Mr. Murray. I'm like, okay, why would my interest rate change? Right. Well, because of the market, the changes in the market, um, although, you know, I I mentioned, hey, we just did a loan that was less than this in December Mm -hmm. and and none of this affected. He said, well, 
we in we in the wild wild west now as far as uh, interest rates and as far as mortgages are concerned. He basically said. <laughs> did he really say? No, that? no, okay. no. He basically he said. He basically said it. we in a whole new world now, Mr. Murray. So our interest rate changed to six. Mm-hmm. I, and there, there's I'm more. Just tell y'all. Yes. I'm gonna say it one more time. We have a one credit. Six is extremely high for us. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, at that point, I said, well, what, what's going to be the monthly damages, right? Because now your interest rate is higher, so your monthly payment is going to change. The good thing is you would be putting technically more down. So maybe it would balance itself out. It didn't balance it out much. We Our mm-hmm. monthly payment was still going was still more money it was still more money it was still more money than you know we had previously estimated if yeah. we put down 20 percent you know now we're putting down 25 percent and the interest rate is higher yeah and the mortgage is higher even though the you know the principal balance of what we would owe in the house would actually be less right so you know i go around and around with the gentleman and, and i told him i said well i don't think we can do that man uh I'm going to have to talk it over with my wife. There's even more, Marcus. Break it down to me, Shara. Tell the me what The closing costs. Yeah. So remember, like I said earlier, we didn't negotiate that the seller play closing. Mm-hmm. We were like, this is a seller's market. We're going to have to pony up the closing. Mm-hmm. Closing costs have increased. Yes. It closing was, costs yes, have increased. It was over $6,000. Yes. So look at me. I got my handy-dandy calculator here. And, and, and here's the thing about when you're dealing with lenders and, and, and when you want to, like, call them on stuff so we're looking at twenty three thousand dollars out of pocket right that's yeah. that's way too much and so well i don't say it's too much it was too much for, for that us, house for that house for that house yeah. that's what it was and so it's just like when you bring things to the lender and you say well why this what about that what is this they really don't have answers for you other than it is what it is and when you're borrowing someone's money when you're um, asking them to front you the money, in essence, it's like they they kind of make the rules, and you there's nothing you can do. So you really feel like at their mercy, you know. And so after that conversation, I just knew this is a different market we're in. We're in a totally different. We're in a different market than we were in in December. Yes, but I but we didn't make a decision right away. We didn't make a decision right away. We had a lot of things to consider, Shire. What we were some did. of those things? Well, for one it was a lot more money than we had anticipated. And so while we could swing it, um, it would really put us in a vulnerable place. And then profit margins, the profit margin shrunk, you know, significantly. And this house would be making, you know, a lot less than than our others, than our, than our other homes. And then we said, let's, Let's go back and look at this house let's, one more time. Let's go back to the to the to the this break this thing down into our basic uh, template. Let's look yes. at this house. We never looked at the street. Let, let's we let's never really examined look at it. it. Let's yes. really dig on it. And yes. what did we find? Child? Oh, I was being nitpicky. <laughs> I was like, look at the trees. There's a tree hanging over the fence into the neighbor's yard. What if a branch falls? No. <laughs> No, I think we saw some tarped roofs down, you know. Right. There were just, yeah. There were some red flags. It wasn't as great of a neighborhood as we thought. Yeah. Yeah, we went back and actually, I don't even, 
I don't even think we had looked down the street yeah, yeah. until we got this restructured loan yeah. and we said, let's reevaluate. Re-evaluate. So that is the point in time that we looked at the street and we usually do that first, right. you know, but we just kind of skipped it because we were, we were feeling desperate. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we saw some tarp roofs. And of course, I mentioned the trees. I start, uh uh, these trees, they're not kept right. right. And I'm like, that's another bill. And then the ha- home didn't have appliances. So, yeah, on top of have to pay for your that. down payment, your closing, you have to get your appliances and whatever other things the property manager might request of us because that has been, ha- you know, that, that can happen. Yeah. Um, He's going to have to flute out. One of us is going to have yeah. to go out there. So, and- you have your travel cost. So, really, it, 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 it it does start to add we're up. We're creeping up on 30 G. Yeah, 30, we're, we're getting close to 30,000 for this house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it was it was a nice house, but for that house, we normally don't pay right. that for that house. Okay. And um, another thing that we did was we looked at the value of the surrounding homes. Mm-hmm. So Zillow has a really cool tool, and no, this is not a promo, but when you're looking at a house that's for sale, um, they have a view that will tell you um, the value of the houses that are Adjoined, right very, very right close. next to yeah. it. You know, And so I'm looking at the value of this house is going for what, it was 60. Going for 65. Going for 65, we offer 68. And then the houses next to it are worth 30,000? 30, 23. 20,000? A house around the corner was like 15,000? And I'm like, no. It, it doesn't make sense for me to come in and pay triple mm-hmm. with the house next door is worth. Right. Red flag, red flag, yeah. red flag. Abort. Abort mission. Abort. And so, abort. Yeah. So at this point, we're faced with something we've never done as investors, and that's backing out of a deal. Yes. Like we've never oh, done that. You don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. It hurts your pride. It hurts your pride. So much because at this point you've got so many people involved. Yeah. You have your real estate agent involved. You have, you know, the, the seller of the home who has reviewed your offer, no, they're excited, accepted your you know. offer. They're happy that, you know, they got the house sold in probably a day or two. Yeah. You have your home inspector um, who you already have geared up and may have already paid. Mm-hmm. You got your due diligence check in the bank. Is that the right terminology yeah. for that? You got the, you know, uh, not in the bank. You got the check in the, checks mail. In the mail. The check's already <laughs> in the mail. And, you know, you, you've, it, it's just, oh. The wheels are in motion, right? E- and so we, we, we were literally like, yo, we, like the pride makes you want to just say, we're going to do, gonna it, do anyway. it anyway. You know, but we got I don't it. know what it was, Shire, but there was a moment when I was like, I was leaving for work. We were trying to have this discussion briefly before I left for work. And I just came back in the house. I was like, Shire, I don't feel right about this. And me, man, I want to push it to the limit. I, I know you do. Like, I, I was like, do. I'm willing to just try it, you know, but I was like, Shire, I don't, I don't feel right about this. Yeah. And so, man, we had to do the hard work. So I spent uh, some of my lunch period and, and breaks that day calling sending emails, letting everybody know we're going to have to back out of the deal because of the, mainly because of the restructuring of the loan. Had the loan not needed the restructuring, we would have went through with this. We would have went through with it. And um, I wonder if we would have regretted it. Yeah. Yeah. So we were able to kind of get some of the, pretty much get all of our money back through some tough conversations. And, and, and the people, the relationships we've built are really good. So I, they know we'll be back. But they, you know, this just had some 
uh, unforeseen circumstances that needed, you know, forced us to back out. Right. Some things were unforeseen. And then the other piece is just like we had to like really like be honest and say, okay, what what did we do? You know, like, why didn't we catch these things first? And it's just like. I felt we felt desperate. It's yeah. like you have this goal, you want to build your real estate empire, you know, or, or you know what have you, and it's just like it was. I don't know. Yeah, it's just not it's not great timing. Uh, so so sorry that brings us to 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 the my favorite part of this podcast. Oh, pivoting. Um, yes. since then, right? How fitting. A week later, the Fed turns the interest rate knob. Even more. Turns it up 0.5 basis points, Mm -hmm. uh, which is 0.5 to them, but that can mean two percentage or three percentage points to you. Right. Right. And so now, you know, rumors are, Shire, people with good credit are going to be right, you know, flirting with that double digit interest rate number. And people with. Uh, average to, to poor credit will be getting, you know, will be in the double digits as far as interest rates. Mm-hmm. So we have to ask ourselves a tough question, you know, how do we continue as investors with that mm-hmm. being, you know, on the horizon? Yeah. And, you know, do we go cash? Do we be, do we save up and, and become cash investors? Because really the cash guys were the ones beating us out, right? <laughs> cash is king. And, you don't have to worry about interest rates when you can cash out uh, an investment oh, yeah. property. You don't have to worry about, you know, 30 to 45 day close uh, escrow. You know, right. you're closing 12 days when you got cash. So is that what we want to do, Shire? I oh, mean, if I had the cash, of course. I wouldn't be looking for a loan if I had, a, you know. You know so um, let's talk about it real time, Shire. We haven't really, you know, this is really the only time we get to talk now. <laughs> but, well, but, or do we become more stock market heavy, you know? And and, I, and I'm gonna let you go, Shy. But this is a conversation we want to have because a few episodes ago we we, we had a plan to or how we were gonna accelerate our retirement, and now we're having we're, you know the, the the chessboard has changed, right? So you have to be able to be flexible and change with it. So mm. what I, you thinking, Shy? What I, you thinking? I like how you brought up chess, and I'm like, well, the chessboard. I mean, it's just how you move the pieces, mm-hmm. right? You know, you might have to move the pieces a little bit differently. Um, well, one of the things is that. Um, we probably could have looked for another lender. Um, that yeah. is always an option. It's I mean, it's not going to guarantee, you know, that your rate's going to be that much lower, but it doesn't doesn't hurt to doesn't look. Hurt Sometimes to you, get, you get comfortable going to the same mm-hmm. place, you know, after a while, and they get comfortable with you, yeah. right? And they think, well, we're just going to give you this and you're going to accept it because you've been with us for, you know, X amount of years. And it's just like, no, it's, it's probably time for us to branch out yeah. and to um, explore other lenders. And also to, to be patient. Be more patient. And not to make those types of mistakes, not to get desperate. Because then if you're desperate, you're not in control, you mm. know? And it's just... I, I don't know. I like that, Shy. I mean, Shy. Another option is is hey, we have these. We have control of these five assets, these five investment properties. We possess them, right? Uh, one is paid off. Mm-hmm. The other four ha- do have loans on them. Do you do you start paying off these homes, uh, which essentially is going to increase your cash flow? 
you know, in the same way buying a new home would, you know. Exactly. So it's, it's some things to consider. Uh, exactly. Paying off a mortgage is almost equivalent to buying two mm-hmm. more homes. Yeah. You know, and so that could be something that we definitely explore if we feel like our hands are tied. Right. So it's better than doing nothing. Better than doing nothing. Or, Shira, do we look into uh, REITs, real estate investment trusts? I mean, we know real estate is up, right? And then a, a REIT is a collection of uh, 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 it's a collection of what am I looking? Commercial properties could be commercial, could be commercial, could, could be, be residential, residential, could be apartments. Yeah, you're investing in in real estate. You're investing in real estate. And I'm actually wondering how an increase in interest rates impacts REITs. Mm. So. But I definitely think it's worth exploring worth because exploring. You, if you want to invest in real estate, Re- REITs is a great way to do it because yeah. the the it's a smaller barrier to entry. Yeah. You don't need thousands upon thousands of dollars. You right. know, you invest. You know what what you're able to. Right. So I think that's definitely something worth looking worth, into. Worth looking into. Or Shira, I got to throw some throw a couple more at you. Do 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 we say hey? We're going to save and we're going to pour more cash into the stock market while stocks are, quote unquote, low and on sale. You know, while the market is down, do you do you double down? You know, is that something you're comfortable doing? Mm. I don't know. What do you I, think about that? I, honestly, I think that we should just focus on building reserves mm-hmm. like we had originally intended. Yeah, because technically we're still on schedule. We're still on schedule. I, I think I just feel shy like. The game has changed, and so I'm like, as a man, as a man, we're always looking like white or black. Okay, so this is turned off. Then I have to do this now. When really, it may be something in the gray. You know, it may be something. It may be a hybrid of some things. So yeah, I think what, like what you're saying is, we'll just do what we were, what we were supposed to do technically anyway, and that's let the reserves build and, and be patient. Be still. Know? Be still. Um. I mean that's not fun, right? Yeah. I mean, Be still. Right. No, like that's not that's not fun. It's not <laughs> easy to do. Uh, there's not much to say there, yeah. you know, if you're just being still. Yeah. So, um, go ahead, Tyra. I'm sorry. But some but sometimes it is the best thing to do. And you know, I wonder where these interest rates are going to Ooh. what are they going where are they going to go? Right. Are they going to continue to go up? And then will it have the intended um, outcome, which is, you know, they want to raise interest rates in hopes that prices will come down. And so it's like, will that really be what happened? Will it it work? work? We're in in some crazy times. But one thing we know, um, I think I forget what podcast I was on and they asked, what advice would you give uh, someone? It's simple. Uh, Spend or save more than you spend and invest more than you save. So as you're keeping your expenses low or trying to keep your expenses as low as possible, saving as much as you can, investing as much as you can, that's really all you can do in tough times like this, right? It's just just stick to your core plans because we know interest rates are up, inflation's up, things are changing, uh, but you just have to really be solid in your plan and don't let any of that kind of get you off course you know exactly and i mean with the higher interest rates it was intended to to stop people from it was it was intended to bring down the demand yeah uh wow well it worked with us right it did (laughs) but for me it's it's sad because 
you know, I'm not rich. Right. You know, I'm tr- we're tr- we're trying to to build wealth. And, and I let's think, talk about that. Yeah. And I think that wh- why should policy impact like middle class middle families? class that are trying to transition in the middle upper or upper class. But or, meanwhile, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, the up the rich or wealthy. They have cash. They have cash. Like none of this stuff, none of that affects them. Exactly. It knocked us out and gave them an, you know, an edge. It gave them less competition. And so I I think that some of these policies, it's like, it's, it's, it's harm. It's some of it's harmful. Yeah. You know? Well, we just got to find our footing within, in this Shire and, uh, one thing I am excited about. So, so, so you might be asking yourself, well, what are they, what are we going to do? Well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to chill. Right. We're gonna be celebrating. We're still, yeah, we're yeah. still investing. Right, we're still investing, still doing what we do, mm-hmm. but uh, we're gonna be celebrating our 15 year anniversary here in a couple of weeks. We're gonna, oh we're gonna get goodness. out of, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna just kind of chill and and really just not not get too anxious about what's mm-hmm. going on in in the, in the economy right now. And we're still gonna be investing, still doing our thing, but we're just gonna take a little breather and 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 brainstorm and come up with what our next plan of action is because the goal is still the same you know I ain't, I'm not working till 65 well, you that's know, not Marcus, happen. I've been thinking about working a little bit longer you know <laughs> what huh because I mean because it keeps your mind sharp okay it, okay you know I mean for other reasons I don't know you you want to be work What's the word, man? I heard somebody use not a workaholic. Uh, you you want to be work optional? Yeah, that's where you want to be. Yeah, I like that. I'm with that. I'm with that. You know. So, but anyway, Shire, I had a great time uh, sitting down with you, chopping it up. Uh, do you have any final thoughts on anything? No. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's. I feel like we're like still processing yes. everything. Processing but, a lot. But I feel I feel good about our decision mm-hmm. and. Everything that transpired, yeah. transpired like we're continuing. Feels like it's for the learn. best, right? Right. Like yeah, and we're continuing to learn mm-hmm. um, as investors, yeah. and you know, hopefully, you can pass on those learnings to to yeah. you all, so you don't make the same mistake. Yeah, yeah, man. We we doing this in real time. I think it's cool because, like, us paying off our debt, we we did that before we even started any type of platform but mm-hmm. real estate investing is in real time you know what yes. I mean? y'all get to see that live that and, is. and full effect so hopefully you got something out of this episode uh, if you did uh, there's something you can do for us you can go to whatever platform you're listening to this preferably uh, you know uh, itunes or uh, you know apple podcast but anywhere you're listening to this at and leave us a five-star review let us know hey i really enjoy this podcast Give us five stars because that makes us more visible to others who haven't been able to uh, get any of this content quite yet. So do that. And when you're done doing that, email us at blackmarrieddebtfree at gmail.com and let us know, hey, I left a review. And we're going to reply with a a gift for you. We're going to give you a link to our master class. Get out of debt and start building wealth. Uh, It is a great master class that me and Shire recorded over almost two hours of content. Uh, talking about how we got out of debt and how we're building wealth. So we got that for you. All right. That's all I got, Shire. Until next time, we're going to holler at y'all later. Peace. Bye.